So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd, and as always, uh, it's my privilege to encourage us this morning with our devotional conversation. We've been in a series called What is a Christian? Uh, and each week, we've been looking at Christian beliefs, Christian, Christian practices, and Christian conduct. Uh, the series has been devoted to outlining and explaining some of the fundamental beliefs, uh, practices, and, and uh, conduct that characterize what a Christian is. And so we hope that uh, you will feel informed and inspired as we journey through the series together. This week, week two, is all about Christian practices. And this morning, I'll be sharing on one of the most well-known, but also one of the most significant and powerful in its symbolism, and that is the practice of baptism. When it comes to defining what a Christian is, near the core of that definition would surely be something about the practice of baptism that Christians partake in. It's such a pivotal moment in someone's faith when they take the step of being baptized in water. And so I'd like to share just a few basic pointers around this precious practice of the Christian faith, and then I'll leave us with one key takeaway as part of our conversation this morning. So we know that the practice itself, the practice of baptism, comes after a personal commitment is made to the Lord Jesus to accept him as Lord and Savior. It's a personal decision that follows a personal conversion, this conversion of being born again. And that it is, therefore, you could say, an outward expression of an inward revelation. It's something that we express outwardly as a, as a, as a symbol of what's happened internally. Uh, and that is, my old sinful nature was buried with Christ. And as he was raised to life through the resurrection of the dead, we too are raised to new creations in him. It's an extremely powerful picture of what took place the moment that we received salvation in Jesus. Romans chapter 6 verses 4 says this, Therefore we were buried with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too may walk in newness of life. I absolutely love that passage. And this the scripture tells us that, bapti that baptism symbolizes this divine exchange that took place when we accepted Christ and his finished work on the cross on our behalf. We identify with him in his death and in his resurrection from the dead. It's a beautiful picture. And we also know that the practice comes as part of an instruction from the Lord. It's included in what is known as the Great Commission. The final instructions that Jesus gave to his followers before he ascended into heaven and, and he, after he was raised from the dead. This is where he gives his followers their vision statement, uh, if you will, for their ministry that they're going to fulfill in his name. Matthew 28 verses 19 to 20, well-known passage. It says this, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. So we see that it's a calling that we have from the Lord as part of his plan for his people. And lastly, we also know that the Lord Jesus himself was baptized. In one of the most powerful moments in scripture, Jesus shows his divinely humble and intimate connection with humanity in being baptized by John the Baptist in Luke chapter 3. It's the passage of scripture where we read how, well, where we read these incredible words and just look at how 
evident that the power of the Trinity is here: Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Look at the connection in this in this in this relationship between uh, that the, the Trinity in these in these words. Luke three twenty one to twenty two says, "When all the people were baptized, Jesus also was baptized." That's that divine connection with humanity. And as he was praying, heaven opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in physical appearance like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. What a beautiful moment in scripture. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all united in Christ, modeling to us the this, this symbol of baptism. And this, is, this moment is essentially what marked Jesus' anointing. This, this public declaration of his identity, which really began his ministry on earth. And so I guess, having said that, we've got some fundamental insight and understanding into uh, this practice in terms of what it involves for, for the life of the Christian. We know that, it's, that it follows a personal decision to follow Jesus. It's a hallmark moment in someone's faith journey where they publicly declare their faith in Christ. It's something that the Lord Jesus calls us to do and we follow in the footsteps of Jesus himself when we are baptized as he himself went through the waters of baptism. He modeled to us the perfect example of humility and divine identity. And perhaps this morning, if you haven't yet made the decision to be baptized, maybe you found some clarity or some inspiration this morning to take the significant step in your faith. And as his Father's house, we'd love to support you and encourage you and serve you in whichever way we can to take that step. And so on the point of it being a symbolism of the old passing away and the new having come, here's the key takeaway that I want to leave with us this morning. And if Christ died once for all, which we know he did, and if he left sin and death behind in the grave once he had conquered them, which he did, and if our baptism symbolizes the old way having passed away, which it does, how well are we as Christians fully representing the resurrected version of ourselves that have been made new in Christ? How are we doing in terms of representing this new creation version? Are there perhaps some old patterns that have crept into our hearts and our minds that God could be reminding us of this morning by saying, that old you, it really died. Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the encouragement for us this morning, if we have taken this step, this wonderful step in our faith, might be don't embrace something that was buried. It's not a fitting look for a new creation, you see. Embrace rather the finality of the sacrifice that was paid for you by Christ so that you can grow into his image. Let's have the courage and confidence this morning, Father's house, to place ourselves fully in God's hands and ask him to bring us to complete maturity in him as we are sanctified, set apart for holiness by his grace every day. Amen. So let's take a moment and commit ourselves and this day to God in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you so much for the precious uh, practice that we have available to us as Christians, that of baptism. Thank you, Lord, for what it symbolizes, that the old is gone, the old has passed away, and the new has come, and it's all through your saving work on the cross, Jesus. And we thank you so much that it's by your grace that we have been saved, and it's by your grace that we are sanctified. And so we ask that you would help us, help remind us daily that the old life has gone, the new has come. Teach us where there's things that have crept into our hearts and minds that want to pull us back into old ways of thinking, into old behaviors, old ways of speaking, old ways of treating people. Father, may those things pass away as we are made new every day by the power of your Spirit. 
So thank you that you're leading us, Holy Spirit. Thank you that you're guiding us into maturity, into completion in the image of Christ. And we thank you so much for your presence that's in us and that's over us and that's covering us. And would you lead us by your Spirit in your presence this day as we seek to serve you in every way possible. Thank you, Jesus, for your love. And we ask all of these things in your holy name. Amen. Thank you so much, Father's House family. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. And we'll see you again tomorrow morning for Daily Devotions. God bless.